gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. Ah, that was a quick, quick change for you, David. Now that we are, now that we're recording the entire thing uh, with our new technology, again, we'll never, we'll never stop saying it. I hope. And actually, as a, as a somewhat of a side note, I hope. That we never lose that joy of listening to the intro live. I hope that we never lose no, that. that and it never really st- is wonderful. It, it, it's a bountiful wonderful. joy and gift to us that we get to listen to it while we record. That is that is wonderful. Um, one that we pay for. But anyways, um, but yes, I saw you quickly do a quick change <laughs> akin to yes. uh, an ad, a Broadway quick change where uh, you realized, oh, wait, we're recording now. I best put on my hat. Yes, I realized that I, oh, I remembered that I have horrendous hat hair today because I've been wearing my hat all day. And so I really needed to put that back on for the promo videos that you will probably see on Instagram this week. How was your week? Yeah, well, I was wanting to tell you. So that's why I let you ask me instead of me asking you. (laughs) I had a good week uh, for the most part. Obviously, I went to the movies twice. Which is, uh, oh, really? I'm like, I, I have my unlimited pass here, oh, like nice. AMC A-list that we used to, we used to utilize very often, you and I. Yep. And yeah, I, I went to go see Black Widow for a second time because the first time I saw it, I was forced to sit in the front row and it was screen oh. X, which is that thing where the screen like extends to the sides of the theater next oh. to you, which when you're in the front row, you don't get any of that. So I went right. again. And I saw it in Screen X, and I sit sat further back, and it was great. Doesn't really enhance the the, the visual experience, those side thingies, but you know now I know. And anyway, then I went to go see Dune, and that was terrible. That was just atrocious. <laughs> it was, although now I will make say it- the, the score was fantastic by Hans Zimmer, and the sound design was great, and there's some cool visuals, but for the most part, it was just dumb. That will make it into this week's That Slaps. I might just have to mention how terrible it is once we get to That Slaps again. <laughs> Phil, how was your week? You know what? It was uh, It was all right. I, th- I would honestly say that the highlight of my week was creating two separate rejoins for our podcast. One, of course, which you heard last episode, but in the way that we record and everything, it actually happened within this week that I was able to add it in post-production, mm. yada, yada, yada. But but one you I actually, actually have not be- heard last week's episode yet, so <gasps> I will I'll I'm check surprised. that out. I'm surprised. Yes, and then two you'll be hearing live for the first time because last episode I gave you that rejoin to listen to before the the episode, so you you kind of you have an essence and an idea of what it is. This one you you have no idea. You you either hate it or love it like Dune uh live on air and we will be able to hear your live uh critique of what i do and my work here we go uh all right let's get to it speaking of judging let's get to our main topic oh yeah David, I have jury duty tomorrow. We are recording on a Sunday, mm-hmm. but of course tomorrow being Monday, first day of work. I have jury duty tomorrow. It is my civic duty, I am called. However, I thought maybe we could expand that role and just put ourselves not only as the jury, but put ourselves as the judge of a, of a few dilemmas, of a few questions, of a few cases. We'll make our way going through. But we have three different genres of which we have put each other on the stand. Not, well, I guess not on the stand, but holding the gavel, a nice, hard, firm gavel. And each one of us gets to judge these cases as we see fit. We will give each other the full context, the full details, and we will then leave the other to be the judge of that case. Sound good to you? That sounds perfect to me. I just, I just want to ask first, are you nervous that you might get like a a huge m- murder or something? I'm I don't th- no, only be <laughs> if I'm being frank, no because I don't think that those will necessarily be fun, but maybe maybe it's a fun murder, I don't know. Maybe maybe somehow you are able to twist that into being fun. You know, I don't some I murders don't know. are fun. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you heard it here first. All right, first one. We'll start out with just a, a, a regular ethical dilemma. David, why don't you start us off with your first ethical dilemma for me? All right, you are walking down the street, and you see someone 
strutting their stuff in front of you and they're they're grooving they're having a good time and they drop a lottery ticket and you know you can tell just by the way that person is and you know yourself you know you would use the money in a way that would help people and you and you just you can sense that that person is gonna you know buy yachts and and make it rain but you know like you're gonna help your sister go to college so she can become a doctor and you're gonna be a philanthropist whatever and and you're gonna donate to charity whatever do you pick up the lottery ticket or do you let them know that they dropped it and give it back to them i think it's worth a point of clarification it's a winning lottery ticket yes it's a winning obviously it's a winning lottery ticket Okay, now I just wanted to assume because I mean, there's a difference between oh, you dropped this; it's yours, as opposed to yes, now. Sorry, I should have said. Further. I should have said. Okay, a winning lottery ticket. My goodness, honestly, honestly, I think I would, I would keep it, and and I, I realize how that might sound, but here's the thing: if you're so clueless, if you're so careless as to go around and and say. Uh, here's my winning lottery ticket. And, and for some reason, like it's worth however many millions and you're just dwaddling around and not like clutching it with your dear hands. You don't need that money. Like, I I feel like I, I don't know. I just feel like I would keep it out of the sheer, out of the sheer thing of like, you obviously don't need it to where you're just like, Oh, what a nice little boost to my day. As, whereas as somebody, other people will be like, I am never letting this go. I'm framing it, and I know where it is at all 24 hours of the day. Those people need it. The people just waddling around? No, absolutely not. All right, my ethical dilemma for you, David. Mm. Your sister tells you that she has committed a crime. Friend of the podcast, your sister been on here now two, twice. Uh, but she tells you that she has committed a crime, David. She explains mm. that they are having trouble... Uh, she is having trouble sleeping at night and feels that you are the only one that she can trust with her confession. A few days later, you read in the paper, more like on Twitter, but uh, that someone has been arrested for your sister's crime. Do oh. you do nothing and let it all play out, or do you give your sister up? I absolutely do nothing. Yeah, my loyalty um. to my family is paramount. You know, I the fact that it's keeping her up at night definitely definitely helps for sure. I yeah, I could never do that. No matter no matter what, I could never no matter never what sell the her crime out is like too? that. No, I no, I no matter what, I I just could not sell her out like that. No. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. It, again, you are your own judge in this scenario. Let's move along to an actual case here, David. So, David, what I want to do is I now want to translate us over to the actual cases that we both found in the world that have actually happened, and we will put ourselves in the judge. Now, these have already happened in my case. I don't know if, if what yours may be, but in my case, there's already a result, and we'll see whether or not you align yourself with what had already been proven to be the case and where they were found. So I'll start first on this one. David, there was a husband who sued his wife over something rather irregular. It's a normal story. A boy meets a pretty girl. Boy marries the girl. They have kids. One similar tale did not have such a happy ending, however. Yan Feng from China saw his newborn daughter, who he said was, quote unquote, incredibly ugly and did not look like either parent. He accused <laughs> oh, no, his I, wife... I can see where this is going. <laughs> yes. He accused his wife of cheating on him. At that point, she admitted that she had several plastic surgeries before they had met, and he sued on the grounds of false pretenses, claiming she misled him by hiding her cosmetic history. On whose side would you go with? The husband's or the wife's? You know... That's actually a really tough one because on the one hand, I really do see like it you you might feel like you were lied to or betrayed. But on the other hand, like she looks the way that she looks and her medical history is technically her own business. But then you're getting married. I don't know. Hung jury. Can I can I go? No, with a hung no, jury? you got to go one or the <laughs> other. You're the All Supreme right, Court I of the think land. I think as much as as much as I do sympathize, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to side with her on this. Like she she did what she did, and and like that man should love his children whether they're ugly or not. All right. Well, you probably did the ethical thing. However, the judge in this case 
found the plaintiff to be correct here, and he won. He won the case, and his wife was made to pay him more than $120,000. Wow. That's a a hunk of cash right there. That is a hunk of cash. But she managed to pay for several uh, surgeries, so she probably has the money. All right. Phil, this is a this is a fun one. This uh, oh, sorry, this case is called Leonard versus PepsiCo. In 1999, Pepsi ran an ad in the USA about a points scheme in which a teenager shows up in a Harrier jump jet. Are you familiar with the Harrier jump jet? No. It's a jet that that like takes off vertically first and then like flies off. Okay. You, you okay? You've probably seen it in movies. And so the text read Harrier fighter. 7 million Pepsi points. So, an enterprising young 21-year-old saw that you could buy points for 10 cents per point and sent in a check for uh, $700,000 to gain the the 7 million points required to buy the jet. And obviously, Pepsi refused to give him the jet, which is worth $23 million. And so he took them uh, to court and accuse them of breaching their contract. Now, who are you siding with here, Phil? Can you just do me a favor and reread what the headline says? The headline? It's Leonard versus PepsiCo yeah. is the name of the case. So so essentially... Of advertising. The, the, of advertising. What, what Pepsi Oh, Harrier Fighter, 7 million Pepsi points. And you can buy it, and they allowed you to buy points? You can buy points... And you could trade. The, I think I gather you could trade them in for certain things. The ad implied that you could buy the Harrier fighter for seven million Pepsi points, and they, the points were ten cents a pop. But the the which meant seven million points, which is seven hundred thousand dollars. And I'm here. The, I'm here the with jet the was actually, actually worth I mean, twenty three million. Yeah, I, I right. understand. I I would have to go with the guy here on this one. And just like me, unfortunately, you're wrong. I agree. I actually think I think. I mean, no one's expecting to get give him the, the jet, right? But at least compensate him because really you did breach contract. Uh, it says it says disappointingly, Leonard's claim was rejected, and basically they said no one could actually reasonably take the the ad's claim seriously. Like no one's actually gonna think that you can actually get a jet. But I I disagree with that. You know what? Don't make commercials that make false claims. That's why Red Bull says Red Bull gives you wings with three eyes because some idiot was like, whoa, I tried to jump off a building and Red Bull did not give me wings. I completely agree. Advertising, I, these are huge companies, especially something like Pepsi, who's, I guess, <laughs> out of all of them, they have a lot of advertising issues. But whenever they have these, they have yeah. built-in efficiencies. That is something that you need to have at least in the fine print, at least. And I, I would I would completely agree with you, David. That is a breach of contract. That is a breach of what has been said. And just because he's smart and having taken advantage of it, again, like you said, at the, ver- at the bare minimum, bare minimum, should be recompensated for what he sent in. Although it sounds like he has it. Who has $700,000 just laying around? But Good investment on him. All right. Finally, we go to our last one. And this is my favorite one. This is These are the cases of the world. So there is a Am I the A-hole Reddit uh, thread on Reddit. And of course, we get to go and look on there and find different cases of who is the A-hole. So David, why don't you start us out with your first case here that I will judge on? I guess this is just a real life situation that I've that I've been in. Because I've spent a lot of time working at a school over the past year. And I feel like I'm constantly criticizing teenagers for having such bad attitude. They have terrible manners and like zero communication skills these days. And I realize also that I am only a few years out from being a teenager myself. <laughs> a few years since being a teenager myself. So am I the asshole in criticizing these teenagers and calling them out for for being such little i think that there is a fine line to be had there i think that there are probably other ways even though in the moment i don't think anybody can blame you for for what it is but are you the a-hole i i don't think you're the a-hole i think if somebody is is to have decorum i i guess if i were to place on whom is the a-hole i would put it on them so you're fine yeah i just don't feel like i was that bad i don't think we were that bad when we were that age I really don't. I think this there's new this new generation is just something else, man. 
Oh man, you're falling into the trap, the old man trap. I am. Don't, I really don't. am. I'm. <laughs> yeah. My, my goodness. All right. So I went to the actual Reddit thread of Am I the A Hole, and uh, and I I brought one from there. Again, it's always uh, well, actually, it, as you'll find later on in the game, it's funny how we find out different interpretations of the exact same same thing. So I will be using an actual case from the Reddit a-hole thread and that I found for you. This comes from the perspective of a of a 35-year-old woman. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from a guy. This is from a guy. And his, uh, his, his girlfriend, his significant other is uh, 35. So my significant other and I were on the couch watching a show on Netflix when a scene came on with two step-siblings squabbling over one using the other's razor. In the show, the parents seemed to brush it off as, quote-unquote, not a big deal, but I found the whole interaction really odd. And I said something along the lines of, who on earth uses someone else's razor like that? That's so disgusting. And my partner gives me this look like she is guilty of doing just that. Fast forward 10 minutes and she's <laughs> oh, proceeded no. <laughs> to tell me she's been using my razors from the shower caddy, which I use mostly for my face and occasionally for my nether regions before I throw them out to shave not only her legs, but also everything ace, everything else, a hole included. For years. Now I'm sitting there gobsmacked with a disgusted look on my face about to be sick because to me, that's a complete crossing of boundaries and she is just laughing her head off. I'm livid and confused because she seems to think this is so natural and normal and she just won't get why I'm upset. What is going on? Is this normal behavior? Am I an a-hole for being so upset about this? And uh, since uh, he offered clarification, since so many seem to be wondering, no, I don't reuse the razors on my face after I use them on my nether regions. And because bizarre amounts of people asked, yes, I do give her a head, though neither of us has fussed on eating elsewhere. I'll put it that way. (laughs) All right. Uh, So who is correct in this scenario, Hoffman? I, you know, I would say that he is the a-hole. If it weren't for the a-hole, do you know what I mean? Like the, the shaving of mm. the, the, the a-hole. <laughs> I think that changes it. I think, I think that just crosses a line. Otherwise, no, I don't, I think it's fine. Like why, why is it such a big deal to share razor blades? I mean, I, in, you're washing your face right afterwards and I don't know. I, I just don't think it's a big deal, but the the booty hole that is definitely crossing a line now if somebody's shaving the the fronter nether regions david the 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 bush that that remains it definitely the l- crosses much a much a much fainter line i mean some people might be bothered by that but eh. fair enough okay Life's so you're short. saying in this scenario because the existence of the shaven booty hole you will now put the 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 a-hole title on the significant other I guess. I guess. Reluctantly. We now move along to our mini segment of the week, our new one called Mad Libs. And now, David, uh, this will be the only time that we ever discuss this. How did you like the the rejoin? I liked it. I liked it. I was curious what you were going to do with the audio that I sent you. (laughs) <laughs> now I I wonder is this is this title a copyright infringement? Are we going to have to come up with a new title? One would hope not. So in in the moment while I take to uh to to discover this in between now and the next time we use it, I don't think so. I think that that's a fairly that's like tag right or hangman. Like nobody can own that, right? Right. I I'm pretty sure there, there was someone who came this? up with Mad Libs, but I don't know. I mean, well maybe we'll come up with our own name for it, but they are still. Mad Libs. We're playing Mad Libs the effectively. Point, yes, the, the 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 point remains, and of course, the the point of the segment, since it is new, uh, each of us have come to the table with three separate categories that we need the other to fill out, and then we will tell you a story with what the other has has now graciously given us. So, mm. David, would you care to start on the uh, inaugural voyage of this new sure. segment? Sure, I would be delighted to. All right, Phil. First, I need from you. A plural noun, and I welcome you to be a dirty dog. Gingerbread men. All right, and next I need an adjective. Hairy. And lastly, I need a verb. Sweating. No, that's, okay, sweat. No, that doesn't work. Pick another one. Okay, 
An an action and like an action verb. Drowning. All right, drown. And not I don't I don't need the ing. So does yeah. drown work for you? Thank you. Drown works. All right. Here's the story. In all of time, there have only been three truly glorious gingerbread men. It was said that only a hairy man or woman could collect them all. They say that the chosen one would have to drown the great wizard, and then the gingerbread men would be theirs. I love it. I love it. All right. For mine, I need... All right. That was, that was phenomenal. For, uh, for the first one, I need a name. Uh, saucy Cole. Next, I need a verb. A verb? A verb. Tickle. Or tickling. Whatever. Finally, an adjective. Fiery. Here goes the story. There once was a boy named Saucy Cole. He lived in a house of mushrooms because he was a very good carpenter and liked sleeping on the floors. One day he heard a knock on the front door and opened to find Miss Lashley standing there. He invited her in to pol- he invited her in politely and she accepted. My, what a fine day, Miss Lashley, Saucy Cole said. In fact, it's such a perfect day. You know what we should do? We should tickle. Why, yes, Saucy Cole. <laughs> I love to tickle. In fact, let's tickle the rest of the day and even into the night. And they did. They tickled so (laughs) much that the neighbors heard and came by to check it out. (laughs) Two of the neighbors even remarked with each other, Harry. Yes, Tom. How would you describe what it is you see Miss Lashley and Saucy Cole doing? Well, I reckon that if I had to whittle it down, what we are looking at is the most fiery way I've ever seen tickling done. (laughs) Fantastic. Fantastic. And time for once more. And I was reading through the news and I came across a story about Manny Pacquiao. Is that how you say his name? That is. Very good. Anyway, so Manny Pacquiao plans to run for president in the Philippines next year. So taking inspiration from that, we are going to talk about the celebrities that we would like to see leading the world. We're going to limit this to actors, musicians, athletes, and other entertainers. And so the question is, who is the celebrity and what is the leadership role you want to see them in? And we'll do two, two each. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll so start Phil, us out. Yeah, I'll start us off your with, first? The, with the real, I'll start us off with a real position. Uh, the Department of Agriculture, it's a real cabinet membership underneath uh, the presidential oversight. And I'm going to put of that course. as Snoop, as a Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, mm. I think, is very well versed in in knowing how and what certain things grow, and I think we could all use a good agricultural lesson from one Snoop Dogg. I would appoint him there immediately. David, you're first. All right. Well, my first is not a real position yet. However, in the future, when there is a global government that we have we have united under because aliens have invaded and we need to come together as one i think that keanu reeves should be in charge of global legislature meaning that he should be in charge of writing and publishing laws that the world needs to abide by i just think that if anyone's going to be saying this is the law and this is what you have to be doing from now on and this is this is what we need to do who better to tell the world that than Keanu Reeves? Who's everyone going to listen to Keanu Reeves, right? Well, I certainly couldn't say no to John Wick. Absolutely not. Exactly. Uh, my last exactly. one, and, I, and I'm and i curious, uh, whenever coming up with this once more, we never discuss this. Can they be alive or dead? Or is it just alive? Because I have I, one. Thing. I guess. I mean, I, ideally, they'd be alive. But go on. Go on. I uh, Well, I was going to go the Department of Human Decency. And if you allowed me to go dead, mm. of course I'd go Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers mm. is probably the the preeminent person for this role. But if you did not allow me to go deceased, I would go Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks right now probably leads in that category. Great. Yeah. There's a link between the two even. My real position, I would like to see Kate McKinnon 
from Saturday Night Live as the U.S. press secretary. <laughs> and then later on, <laughs> when we have our global government, she can go on to be the press secretary for the global government as well. And Keanu Reeves, uh, she can work under Keanu Reeves as well. And it is time for our very favorite part of pretty much every episode. I don't know. Do I, am I speaking for you or am I just speaking for myself? Because I absolutely adore the game section each and every week. And this week, we are fortunate enough to welcome back a guest from a former episode. We welcome Cole Lewis to Pow Wow for the second time. Cole, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome back, Cole, you filthy, filthy man. We welcome you back into the campgrounds. We encourage you to bathe. And we go forward into the game after we ask you a couple questions, Cole. I Again, whenever we have somebody come back on, I forget whether or not uh, at what point that they came into the powwow fold. But I believe you were here, Cole, when we started this tradition, uh, asking you three questions to get to know you better. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. Yeah, actually. maybe you were so. before I that. I think so. I, I think either way, were. either way, Cole, we will move forward and we are now going to get to know you just a little bit better before we do play the game. David, since he is bringing you on as his guest, technically, even though you are both of our friends, uh, we will he will only get one question while I get to ask you two questions. So oh, I will start. Yes, I will start. God help off. you, Cole. God help you <laughs> and your uh, irreparable soul. What is an adjective you would hope people would first think of to describe you, Cole. Charming. Exquisite. Wow. It and really he, is a hopeless situation yeah. then. <laughs> He's a charming fellow. No, I, I'm just kidding. No, you are very charming. <laughs> yes. You're very charming. Cole, my, uh, my next question for you is what has been your favorite film of the year so far? Ooh, that's a good question. Wow. Um, it's like whenever someone asks me this, I blank and I can't think of anything that I've seen. Could you could you tell me some movies that's come out this year? I mean, off the top of my head, Shang-Chi, uh, Dune, which I just saw today. And what else? Uh, Black Widow, for example. What's got, Black Widow? We've got... Crap, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to... I've actually... You know what? I can pull Jungle it up Cruise, for example. I did not see Jungle Cruise. I It looked you did horrible. Not? No, it looks so bad, but apparently everyone who's seen it has said it's amazing. I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. You did? Yeah. I did. There's, I'm, yeah. there's I'm looking the at my stubs to see what um what yeah, movies I the saw. There's Suicide this year. Squad, there's uh, Silent Place 2, Cruella. Ooh, probably a Quiet Place 2. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't yeah, seen that yet. Yeah, probably that one. Either that or a lot of people actually hated this movie, but um I really liked I really liked Reminiscence. Hmm. I haven't seen that either, but I have to say, Quiet Place 2, I was desperate to see it in theaters because I just wanted that sound experience, and I didn't get that opportunity, which I very much regret, but I am looking forward to seeing it at home when I get the chance. Why didn't you get to see it in theaters? What happened? Well, I kept nagging my sister to go with me, and she kept postponing... And then it left because theaters weren't open for so long. And then by the time it theaters did open, it was pretty much on its way out. You know, everyone had seen it. I seen it already or something. I don't know. It, it wasn't in theaters for very long. And uh, the opportunity escaped me. But anyway, Phil, your last question. Cole, if you were to be transformed into a household item, which item would you choose and why? A la a sponge, a mop toilet paper which would you choose and why definitely not the toilet paper it's the of the options literally <laughs> um does a does a tv count tv does count i would say tv absolutely okay tv and why because everyone uses it it's like if you're a tv then you're obviously pretty important in the household you're like top dog i think being a tv would be a great honor and you might have a second life as somebody's aquarium Ah, sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move along to the game. Since Cole is qualifying as your guest, David, I got to choose the game. And today, as we go along from our main topic, 
I decided to make a game called Identify the Defendant. Of course, both of us are going to be in control of the game. And when we are such, we are bringing forth defendants, famous defendants, who are celebrities who have done crimes. We will let the others know what the crime is. It is the job of the two playing to identify who the defendant is based off of three clues. Now, the catch is each person only gets one guess. So you can buzz in with your name, but you only get one guess. And if you don't get it, then you don't get it. Are we all Wait, clear on what the game is? Do I get multiple options or is this like Family Feud where I buzz in and I say who I think the celebrity is? It is just like Family Feud and I am just like Steve Harvey, mustache and all. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck at this. Cole, who would you like to go up against first? Who would you like to face off? I'm going to go against Hoffman first. That's okay. Hoffman. That is absolutely okay. Alrighty. That means that I will be conducting our first iteration of this game. And I should warn you that with David Hoffman's win over his sister last week, brutal as it may have been, he now gets a skipping stone, meaning one defendant at any point in time before somebody commits to an answer. He has the luxury and the ability to skip said defendant. Okay, here we go. First, defendant. Wait, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Quick question. Yes. I just say my name. If I say it first, then I get to come in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> first, defendant. Here we go. Their crime: sideswiping a police car while trying to pass it, ultimately getting arrested for a DUI. First clue. This person would be considered a child actor. Hmm. This person could best be identified in the vicinity of some hairspray. Cole. Cole, go first. I don't know, you said hairspray. Zach Efron? <laughs> no, no. But no. David. Yes. David. Is it John Travolta? It is not John Travolta. And our third oh, and final no. clue, now that you both have uh, exuded all the clues or all of your guesses, this person didn't find themselves in a bind, but more of a binds. Oh, uh, Amanda Bynes, of course, uh, guilty of the crime, sideswiping a police car while trying to pass it, ultimately getting arrested for a DUI. Amanda Bynes being our first defendant. Neither one of you gets the point. We move along to our who's, second. Who's Amanda Bynes again? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Did you see Hairspray, Cole? Forever ago. I can't really remember much. Do you remember it. the one? Except John Travolta playing a woman. Phenomenal. Do you happen to remember the the like the ditzy girl who always was chewing gum? Oh, she's like the best friend, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Phenomenal. Next, we move along to the next defendant. Their crime: arrested in Japan for attempting to bring half a pound of marijuana into the country and spending nine days in jail. This person half could a probably pound. wow half a pound. Yes, <laughs> this person could probably be heard singing in their cell. Clue number two, this person could probably feel a little buggy when crossing certain roads in England. And final clue, this person alone is probably best known for singing their silly little love songs. David. David. Is it Paul McCartney? It is indeed Paul McCartney, and hey. David is first <laughs> on the board. Half is, a pound. You know, with, yeah, half a pound, that is that is a lot of weed. Um, in the no, 1980s. I was thinking, well, then it's not so much. <laughs> no, I was thinking when you said a little buggy, I, I just was thinking, is he talking about Herbie, the bug, like the, the car? Because you said crossing the road. I was so confused at that stage, but then it all clicked and it made sense. And, and uh, yeah, there you go. Paul McCartney. Phenomenal. Next defendant we go to. Don't do not forget. Of course, you have your skipping stone, David, should and if you ever want to use it. Next one. The next crime marijuana possession and being caught dancing naked in public while playing the bongos with another man joining in and clapping along. That is the crime. Quite <laughs> extensive. <laughs> All right. First clue. You would be able to see this person on the screen, big or small. Okay. This person is known for being out of this world and one of the world's last true detectives. Final clue. Even if you don't figure out who this person is, they will be all right, all right, all right. Cole. Cole. <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey. That is Matthew McConaughey. He danced uh. naked with a, and, and played bongos? Are and you surprised? 
No. Are you surprised? I'm not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. We are tied one to one. We go to our fourth defendant. Their crime pulled over for speeding, but cops found heroin, cocaine, crack, and a 357 Magnum in the car. So obviously getting arrested there for those no-nos. First a clue. This person doesn't need a detective to figure out one of their biggest roles. Oh, Cole with the early clue. Is it Robert Downey Jr.? It is. And he takes an oh, early no. lead. The other clues, of oh, course. late being, lead. Yes. Uh, yes, a late lead with an early Still clue, I should say. this. Uh, the second oh. clue was this person could do little else to be recognized from one of their greatest oh, roles. Wow. And fourth, this person may have some athletic ability, but compared to all, they are a real Iron Man. We go to our last a defendant, possibly, pending a skipping stone usage. Mm. Here we go. Cole with a two-to-one lead. Uh, this person's crime. The person was arrested and jailed for five months in federal prison, five months house arrest, and two years probation for insider trading. Here we go. First clue. This person was best known for giving people a smidgen of happiness every afternoon. This person went from being nice and praised in the public to being sliced and braised everywhere they went. Final clue. This person really does think there is no place like home because that is where they were filmed day in and day out for years Skip. and years to come. Skip. Skip. Of course, I was looking for Martha Stewart. Martha mm. Stewart. Okay, that, wait, now, wait, wait, now that you say it, it obviously just... makes sense. You were able just to skip it? Like no yes. one gets to answer it? That's that's a privilege that I only have, Cole. Why? And I can only use once. <laughs> you explained this, didn't you? I did. Yes. I did. But yeah, God you bless did. you for getting a glass of water when I was explaining the rules. Last defendant for sure. Here we go. David, you definitely need this. Cole, there's a possibility you can win even in the absence of a uh, of a guess from David. Crime. Mm. This person's crime. They were arrested for physically attacking one of the extras on a set they were filming on. Cool. Mm. Ooh, Cole. Is it Russell Crowe? It is not Russell Crowe. So, oh, man, Cole, you are like out right. for the remainder of these clues. David, first wait, clue. Wait, wait. If, if David gets it wrong, am I good to go again? No, no, no you are you out. Will you only win. have one clue. I have are a you? feeling I know who it is now. Fair enough. All David, right. this person broke out onto the scene by being so speedy in high school, they were considered fast. Second okay. clue. While we don't know the name of this person, they would probably tell you, I am Sam. And clue number three. This person probably celebrated their second Academy Award win by drinking a tall glass of milk. David. What in the name of all that is holy... Oh, Love man. A good glass of I'm milk. curious, Cole, do you know who this is? Do you for sure know who this is based off of not, the clues? Not for sure, no. Okay, okay. Uh, two Academy Awards. I feel like it's only fair that I... Yes. I Yes, I And now we no get to idea. actually look at you, so we know you're not typing in anything. I have no, no idea. I've unfortunately. got no Do you want to just my hand. throw out a wait, guess? Um, All right. What was this? Okay, wait. No, no, hold on. I'll say Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson is the guess, and unfortunately, it is a valiant guess, but on incorrect. Cole, who were you going to say? Wait, could you say the clue again? The, Which, the, the, uh, the Oscar one. Sure. The Oscar one. Uh, this person probably celebrated their second Academy Award win by drinking a tall glass of milk. Oh, no. Then my guess would have been wrong. Pretty sure they only won one Academy Award. It was. I oh, was going to guess. Was your guess? I was going to guess Christian Bale. Ah, yes, no, uh, infamous for being rowdy on set for sure, but not Christian yeah. Bale. This person I'm looking for is Sean Penn. Sean Penn, of course, winning oh, for his role of yeah, as Harvey I, I Milk was never in gonna Milk. Get oh, that makes sense. Okay. And of never course, being nominated it. for I Am Sam. Phenomenal. Okay, so Cole, you come away with a victory at two to one. Congratulations. And we move along to David's iteration much. of this game. All right, so it really is amazing when Phil sends me the instructions for the game every week, and sometimes we come up with something very similar, and sometimes we really do have very different interpretations of the game. Mine <laughs> is obviously has the same structure. Each celebrity stands accused of a crime, but this is a crime that I've totally made up based on who they are. Fair enough. And they are aimed to be 
kind of funny. And then the clues, all I can say is don't necessarily take them literally. They should, for the most part, relate to movies that these celebrities have been in or something to that uh, effect. Are you guys ready? Phenomenal. Cole, is your ass ready for the beating I'm about to give it? No. <laughs> Not at never, all. They never, <laughs> never are. It never could be. Never could be. <laughs> Phil right. does not have a skipping stone, so I do not. no skips here. All right. So the first celebrity. This man stands accused of arresting Psychoface. <laughs> Your first clue. He's a dull boy. Your second clue. Known for jokes. And your third clue. Given a lobotomy. Your clues couldn't be any more vague. I, I there's <laughs> yeah. like no information there. Uh, Philip, the first clue is okay. Philip, I'm gonna go with Anthony Hopkins. No, not Anthony Hopkins. Okay, Cole, go on. I don't, I don't know the actor's name, but <laughs> the the kid from The Shining. Mm, not the kid from The Shining, but Jack Nicholson. I had the right idea. You said dull boy. So yeah. 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 It was the shining. It was the shining. Yes. But it was Jack Nicholson. I was talking about resting psycho face has to be Jack Nicholson. Joker. That's, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So nobody gets a point there. This is what I said to Phil before we started recording. This was <clears> either <throat> going to be really hard or really easy. All right. <laughs> All right. Your second celebrity. This woman stands accused of expressionlessness. Ooh. Your first clue. She fraternizes with immortals. Your second clue, not fairer than Charlize Theron. And your third clue, an angel of Charlie's. Cole. All right, we go to Cole first. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart is the correct answer. And Cole, you're on the board. Well done. Phil, did you have any inkling? If I'm being completely honest... I'm having technical issues right now to where I am frozen and I could not hear you guys at all. All I heard was, uh, all I heard was this person's being accused of expressionlessness and I automatically thought of Kristen Stewart and then no clues were given to me. And all of a sudden I hear Cole, (laughs) (laughs) but it's all right. It's all right. I can start off at an Oh one deficit and come back. I believe. I love how we, we knew expressionlessness is not fair than however you say your name. Uh, right, yeah. Charlize Theron. It was an automatic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Phil, for the sake of uh, the game, I hope you can claw this back. Me too. All right. Your third celebrity. This man stands accused of an atrocious Southern African accent. Your first clue. She let him go. All right, uh, Philip. Your second clue. Ah, Philip. What is it? Leonardo DiCaprio. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. Well done. Well, well done. Very good. Wait, I'm I'm I lost. Knew. Where's the she let him go from? Titanic. Oh, Rose, oh she, come he on. Said, I'll, she said, I'll oh. never let you go. And she did. She let him go. Dude, I've only seen uh, Your second clue once. was going to be heart eater and a liver eater. Do you know what that means? The Revenant. Yeah, he ate the... Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a regular heartbreaker, but he also eats livers. Yeah. And your third clue, he's not and leaving from the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> you, want to, you know what? I'm not leaving! <laughs> I got it from the uh, from even the crime. The crime, I was like, it has to be there, but I, I, I wanted one confirmation. Right. The atrocious uh, Rhodesian accent in Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. Yeah, not good. Not good. A, a stain on his career. <laughs> All right, your next celebrity. It is tied at, he tied got at a nomination one and, one for one. that. Yeah, well. All right, it is 1-1. One, one. This man stands accused of stealing roles from good American actors. <laughs> okay. It could be a couple. Your first clue. It could be a couple. You're right. Your first clue. He's the king of spoilers. Your second clue. Oh, Cole, 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 Cole. Cole? Is it Tom Holland? It is Tom Holland. Well done. Thank that you. Was oh, the, the that king was of the spoilers. K- now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Your second clue was going to be excellent Rihanna impression. And your third clue poorly hid his relationship from the public, referring to his relationship with Zendaya, uh, which also of Dune. Wait, mm. are they together? Oh, uh, they, well, there are pictures of them smooching. 
and so, not working off their uh, off-screen chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, th- there it is alone, right? That was enough. But anyway, she's okay, she's so tall for him. It's two to one <laughs> to you, Cole, and this is our final celebrity. <sighs> I have faith in both of you. Let's see how this goes. This man stands accused of inconsistency of career. Your first clue is handshake of destiny. Your second clue is least Republican Republican. Phil. Phil? That's Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Your third, your third clue was going to be your third clue was going to be terrible Californian accent. <laughs> we love it. All right. Well done. So it's tied at 2-2, which means we go to the tiebreaker. David, is this oh. the tiebreaker of all tiebreakers? <laughs> this is the tiebreaker of all tiebreakers. And I know you're going to be disappointed now because there's just been way too much buildup. Yes. But the tiebreaker is, and this is closest to the actual number wins. Okay. How many camels am I worth according to the camel calculator? online how many camels am i worth i'm curious can you give us and a hint? I'll, I'll just say it's uh we'll just say it's within the range of zero to a hundred okay cool since i forced the tie, i'll say okay i'll also say that my sister was worth 73 camels and do oh. with that what you will Okay, um, I will go first since I forced the tie. I believe okay. that marriages towards women are used as dowries for camels. I don't know. That's my only logic that I really have going here. So, with that in mind, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with fifty-one. Fifty-one. Okay, Cole. How many camels do you think that I am worth? Sixty-five. Oh, I have a shot. I have a shot. I have a shot. You do not, unfortunately, Phil. I was I'm worth sixty four camels. Wow, Cole was was pretty much right on the money. Wow, wow. and I know that means that Cole, you are you come away with a perfect record today. Thank you. you beat both of us. Is that the first as, time that's happened? No, no, we've had we've lost to. <laughs> I know we've lost to many, you, many people. Before. Well, have you seen our records in the in these games over the yeah, course of, of this podcast? It is atrocious. Atrocious. Uh, so no, this is definitely not the first time. But yeah, great. Well done, Cole. Congratulations, Cole. I guess I know my Cole. celebrity crime. You do. I guess you do. You make the time do. for those celebrity and... crimes. <laughs> All, All right, Cole. Riding on uh, a camel. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cole, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Where can the people find you for all the latest Cole news that they could possibly ever want? They can follow me on Instagram at the Cole Lewis. The Cole Lewis. Cole spelled C-O-L-E. Not like a lump of what you're going to get in your stocking if you're a naughty little boy or girl out there. Well, Cole, I get a lump of me if you're a little naughty boy or girl. <laughs> we came so close we came so close to not letting our true selves come come oh, through no. on the on the podcast yeah all right thank you so much uh, for joining us cole we now will give you the updated scores with that i go down to a dwindling record of 10 and 18 while david goes down himself to a respectable record of 13 and 15 That slaps. We love it. We love it. We love it. I'll never stop loving it. All right. That slaps, of course, <clears throat> our favorite entertainment of the week. David, why don't you start us off first? All right. That slaps. All right. So this week I watched Dune and that did not slap. It was just <laughs> atrocious, but you already know that. Anyway, so this week I also watched a old movie came out in 1996 it has an amazing cast, with one exception, and I'm not even going to say who that is. You'll look it up and you'll know who I'm talking about. But it is a movie called A Time to Kill, and it is just a... I enjoyed it very much. It has Matthew McConaughey, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Sandra Bullock. It's a very, very good movie and well-written, just great acting all around. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. A Time to Kill, that slaps. Never seen it, but intrigues me, intrigues me. My That Slaps this week 
is a TV show called Alone. Now, you can find this, at least here in the States, on Hulu, the first couple of uh, seasons. And then most recently, they have like one of the most recent seasons on Netflix, Alone. It's a TV show called Alone. A bunch of people, about 10, go out and uh, rough it out in various wildernesses, wildernesses, whatever, however you would pronounce that. And they go out and survive for as long as they can, trying to outlast the other nine competitors. Last one mm. out there wins an exorbitant amount of money. And I cannot tell you the great joy of eating while watching these people starve. There's just so, it, <laughs> nothing makes you appreciate food more, <laughs> more than that. Oh. Oh. Fantastic. I, Al- I love hearing you say it. It's alone. Great. That slaps. We got a few thank yous to get to before we leave here uh, and set up tent uh, for the night. We do have to thank Tara Amstutz for her wonderful graphical design work. Uh, we love it. Thank you so much. And of course, Josh Hans for his wonderful musical interludes that we find throughout the podcast. Thank you both. Yeah. Thank you to Cass and Crossland for our intro and outro music. And thank you to Jake Corlang for our slap and bass line for that slaps. We love you guys. Of course, thank you to you, the listeners and subscribers. We very much appreciate you doing so and continuing to do so, supporting us throughout all of our endeavors. Of course, if you are not, go ahead and subscribe or listen to our old episodes. Most of them, if not all of them, really are timeless. Timeless treasures, I say. And of course, you can listen to any of those <laughs> Absolutely. On, on Spotify iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you can find your podcasts except for Pandora because screw you, Pandora. Luckily for you, the bears in these woods are very easily distractible. So if you see a bear, get ready to boogie. <laughs>